Welcome to SelfDiscoveryMedia.com, where we discover the communities that are making a difference in the lives of others. Our self-discovery is something we are all making on our life's journey. Here you will find the people that will be your guidance, that will be your inspiration, that will be there for you in support on your journey of life. Do enjoy. Our next show is... Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Sarah's View of Life right here on selfdiscoverymedia.com. I am your host, Sarah Troy. Who do you know yourself to be? Quite a loaded question, isn't it? Do you know yourself very well? How do you see yourself? Are you seeing yourself from somebody else's perspective? somebody else's standards, somebody else's expectations. One of the big journeys that we have in life in our own self-discovery is who are we? Why are we here? What are we here to do? How do we see ourselves? We must not look at ourselves through somebody else's lens. Very often the way you present yourself will be reflected in the responses that you get from other people. You come across maybe angry or mad or disillusioned or frustrated or anxious. You are going to get that back from other people in some form or other. It's a reflection. We always reflect our own inner discontent out to people and they pick it up and it gets reflected back. Are you living a life by somebody else's dictation. Have you grown up in the educational system? It says you must be an A student. You must be a top athlete. You must dedicate your life to the academics. What do you think you're doing playing? Playing is a waste of time. Never a waste of time. A lot of our educational system is about conforming. Religion conforming, government conforming, family life conforming. You must do, you must be. This is expected of you. And what people don't see is you. You don't see yourself because nobody's given you permission to be you. Who are you? All right, yes, I know, all right, you're top this, you're top that, you're earning this, you're earning that, you're this popular and you've got trillions of people following you. But when you look in the mirror, who do you see? Do you like what you see? Do you know that person there? Can you really look at yourself eyeball to eyeball in that mirror and say, I am flawsome. I am perfection. I am this and the bee's knees. And whose expectation is that to be that? Can you look in the mirror eyeball to eyeball and say I'm flawed. I'm lost. I'm living a lie. I'm not being true to myself. I'm not following the path that was divinely laid out for me. 
see we've all got that somewhere along the line where we lived up to the should be's I was a, a total disappointment to my family a complete loser because I didn't grow up to be what they wanted me to be way too many obstacles dyslectic um, too sick as a child so never at school um, not being able to do too much athletically because of my asthma and just the way I saw life it just was too far out there for them I was kind of like the hippie before the hippie became the hippie and I always felt that I disappointed everybody I was a disappointment because I wasn't what people wanted me to be but then there was the other side of me that really knew who I was my divine self who had the answers, who lived in the knowingness and in the now, that could actually be what people wanted to hear in their now at that time of need. So if I could be that person, why was I being this person? And that's because this person was conditioned, molded, expected. It's not who I wanted to be. I was never ever going to live up to those expectations nor did I want to they weren't me they didn't relate to me in any way I was Sarah and Sarah never felt good enough because I let other people down by not being what they wanted me to be and why should that be my burden why should I carry guilt around for not being enough for someone else? The only person that is important for me to be enough for is myself. The only person that you should be abundant for is yourself. Are you doing what you love? No, and I'm not talking about what you're good at. You can make the six figures in your sleep. You can close a deal. You can do this. You can get up and speak. But where's your gift? Not in what you do, but in whom you are. Why are we drawn to certain people? Yes, they may be very eloquent. They may really speak to the times. We may resonate with them. But before that, we feel them. We feel that connection that they have with themselves because that is what they're sharing out with you that is so inspiring. They share the wisdom and the knowledge, the journey that they've taken, that they apply to themselves and they abundantly share it with you because they truly believe in it, because they use it, they are it. See, it's not what you are and the who you are should be from the inside out not the exterior of you I'm a supermodel I'm a realtor I'm a doctor I'm a lawyer I'm a this I'm a that no that's what you do those are things that you do but who are you I've never been one to go for titles very often the titles, some of them are needed because they verify 
what it is you do and that you have really taken the training and, and got the knowledge to do what you do but I also want to know that you are instinctively intuitively using the divine knowledge along with the with the human worldly knowledge in what you that you do some people are just instinctual everything they do they do from being connected to the now by being open to the divine knowledge, to the channeling of the wisdom, being observant and absorbent of knowledge that is relevant to who you are and what you do, what you share with the world. I think we need to be reverbaging the way we talk about ourselves, the way we allow others to talk about us, and the way we present ourselves. I wasted over 50 years trying to be what everybody else wanted me to be. And you know, I'm flawsome. Flawsome. I'm imperfect. And all of those flawsomes and imperfections makes up Sarah. And I'm not everybody's cup of tea that somebody is going to enjoy the mug of coffee I am. I'm not speaking to everyone. I'm only speaking to those that are ready to hear what I have to say. And what I have to say is just something that I am speaking from the inside out, from the soul, from the heart, from the spirit, spirit from the knowledge, the wisdom. Is what I'm saying something you need to hear? Is what I'm saying something you wish to hear? Is what I'm saying something you relate to? Because I'm just one instrument in this orchestra. I may say something that kind of triggers something, an aha moment, or a, hmm, I need to look at that differently. And then you listen to someone else and they add another ingredient and another and another until you've got an entire dish of perspective in front of you that you can apply to yourself in your own self-discovery. One of the biggest problems we have in the world is the fact that we are trying to fit in, trying to be what others want. The whole political arena that we're looking at right now is trying to turn the clock back to a time where a certain amount of people had control over another certain amount of people. And we're letting them know, no one can control you. No one has control over you. No one has the right to have control over you. We are all free spirits with our own minds, our own intellect, our own heart, soul and spirit intellect. And we take ownership of our own choices ownership of what we contribute to the world, ownership of who we are, why we are, even our flaws, even our imperfections. And we come to the table in authenticity, in honesty, and in the desire to contribute. I interview an awful lot of people that have had great success in life or have titles. Maybe they're a prince, master's degree, PhD, you know, people who have worked to get where they are or, and, you know, ancestrally, 
you know, a, a prince. But that is the title or that is what they've achieved. But who are they? What have they learned by their journey of life? What are they there to contribute with you now? Because that's the important thing. What are they contributing now? with whom they are in their authenticity, in the gift and the instrument that they are in this orchestra of life. We go around feeling, I'm not enough. Oh, I can't do it like them. I'll never be as good as. Oh, they, they want this out of me. I can't do that. Well, why are you bending yourself into a pretzel to try and do what you can't do for them when you can go and do who you are and what you are for others that will see you and hear you and embrace you for what you are for whom you are for the whole package of you stop wasting time stop wasting your life stop trying to please another We can please other people when we step into our own order of authenticity, into our own beautiful vibration, into our own selves and acceptance of who we are in that love of self and what we stand for, who we care for, what we're here to do. See, there's a calmness in accepting yourself. I no longer have to bend over into a pretzel to be what somebody else wants me to be. I no longer uh, judge myself by somebody else's perception of me. I no longer carry the anguish around of me of not feeling I belong because nobody can hear me or see me. I no longer apologize for being me. And nor should you. You are enough who you are. But when you open yourself up, you'll discover how much more you really are. How do people do it? Well, you have to step into heart. You have to first acknowledge life as I'm living it is not feeding me. Life as I'm living it, I feel disconnected from. Life as I'm living it is not feeding my heart and soul. I do not feel I belong. Now when all of those things stare at you and say, you don't belong, or you're just not living the life that you thought you would have or that you want, that's the time to say, okay, that is what I don't want. But now I'm willing to go into self-discovery of what I do want for me, of who I really am, what I really want to become. Don't have any preconceived ideas. Just be willing to go and explore yourself. But that's the first phase is... I have decided I've made the choice to explore myself and one of the first things I need to do is switch on my heart. Switch it on. I need to see things winningly, even painfully and joyously from the heart. I need to be able to look at something that tugs at my heartstrings 
I need to be able to look at something that gives me joy and warmth and a glow. I need to be able to look at things from the heart that makes me engaged or makes me stand up and participate. But living from the heart is living from the feeling of it. And then your mind knows what you need to know when you need to know it. See, when you feel your thoughts, you understand what your thoughts are here to do. Now, it's very important that we change our dialogue. I am enough. I'm in self-discovery. I'm open and willing to receive. I'm in an allowance. I allow the universe to show me who I am from the inside out. Stop saying the things, well, I can't do that because. I'm not enough because. You're saying, I won't do that because it's my choice. That's okay. There's a lot of things I won't do. A lot of things that other people think, well, sorry, you know, if you did this, you'd be that. If you did that, you'd be there. And if my core disagrees with that, then I can't do it. If it's going to take too much out of me and my physical limitations, I won't do that. I will do what I can do, where I can do it, how I can do it, in a way that I can do it, that it doesn't drain the life out of me. You see, if it's draining life out of you, you're doing the wrong thing. If it's feeding you energy, and it's a reason to get up every day, and it's something you truly have a commitment to and a love for, then what you do is natural. It's you. It's your exuberance. And how far you take that is one step at a time. First you become. And when you become, it's the calmness of who you are. You know, we're not looking for the highs and the lows. We're looking for a nice balance. There are times that, oh God, I wish I could be able to do that. But I know it's not my forte. Why try? Because I can put my energy in something over there and I can hire someone to do that. That is good at that. We're not meant to be everything. I do wear all the hats in my business. And I know there are some hats that are very, very wonky on my head. And when I can afford to employ someone to do that, I will. In the meantime, I balance the best I can. And I give you from the heart, in true earnest, all that I can with all that I do and all who I am. That's all we ask of anyone. Be the best version of yourself. Well, it's not a version. It's who you are, your true self, your true self. Now, if you say my true self is, is angry and honorary and, and bitter and twisted, now that's not your true self. That's your reactionary self. That's the self that's reacting to everything that's gone on in your life. You're bitter and twisted about it and you're trying to impose it on others or blame others for it. Now, that doesn't wash. But when you're ready to say, you know what? I'm tired of my life being that way. I'm tired of living reactionary. I am tired of being on the defense or I'm tired of being angry. I wish to change. I wish my life to change. And you are willing to put the one foot in front of the other and take the inside out journey. Then you're on your way. What is this inside out journey? Well, it's when you come to terms of why do you feel the way you do? Why do you say the things that you do? 
turn the clock back and look at where this came from. My uh, speaking negatively about myself came from always believing I wasn't enough. Almost an apology of who I was because I was always told I wasn't enough, so I always believed I wasn't enough. So therefore, I behaved that I wasn't enough. So when you turn your clock back and you look at where did this root come from? Where did these teachings come from? Where did this expectation come from that told me I wasn't enough? And look at it and go, you know, I, I face you, but I disagree with you. I am enough. I am worthy. I am a contributor and I'm on my way to abundance. We have to be willing to take that self-discovery, that journey in. We have to be willing to, to look at the, the things that are in our way, the blockages. It's not about blame or shame. It's about uncovering. Why have I said or why do I say the things I do? Why do I feel this way? Well, let's look to the root cause of it and then let it go. Reverbage. Redirect those feelings. And you know, they say you have to fake it before you make it. Well, it's not faking it. It's like keep practicing it until it becomes something you no longer practice. It's something that you are. Because in the beginning, you do have to be mindful of everything that you're doing in your changes. You do have to be mindful of the triggers or the slipping back into an old pattern. And you do have to be mindful of what is working for you and the things that you do need to say to you and make sure that you're extremely conscious in the way that you say them until they become part of your first nature. They are who you are when you're at one with yourself. But who do you think you are? I'm not talking about your title, not talking about your sex or your color, not talking about your education, I'm talking about your heart and your soul. Because ultimately, who we really are comes from our heart and our souls. And when we tune into our heart and our soul, and we are willing to take that journey into our flawsomeness, into our awesomeness, into our imperfections, and embrace all the good that's in us, all the ability that's in us, all the joy that we wish to share with other people. When we step into that, you'll find yourself in a place of calmness, in a place like a deep breath. And you will know who you are, why you are, and what you're here to do. And it will just be a wonderful feeling like a glow, a glow constantly living in a glow of love, a glow of mission, a glow of purpose, a glow of, of having something to do that is important to the well-being of humanity or planet, to the well-being of yourself and being that contributor because we are here to serve one another. We are here to contribute to us survival and to our thrival here on this planet. We are here to be there for each other. We are there with our own individual gifts to be that light that somebody else seeks. So don't be what you do 
or what you were trained to do or what others have expected you to be. But be who you are authentically from deep down inside of you and let yourself be free. Let yourself out. You are enough. You are abundant. You are enriched. And we need you. We need you in all your glory. So please, don't be afraid to be the divine you that you are. I promise you, when you get there, it will be like a breath of fresh air. You're finally you. Loving who you are, being who you are, doing what you're doing, attracting the people that you attract. And you're doing it with a sense of peace, of joy, of creativity, of playfulness. And it is absolutely sublime. So I wish you a wonderful journey on this self-discovery. And remember, 2,500 shows here for you. 2,500 plus shows of people who have been on that self-discovery, who have skills, have tools, have knowledge that they wish to share with you. Maybe they're just an inspiration. Maybe they have an entire program. But all of them have taken that journey. Some of them are at different stages of that journey. Some of them are right at the other end of it. But they're all here to share what they've learned on whom they've become and how wonderful it is to finally be themselves. Selfdiscoverymedia.com. Come and listen to these shows. Come and listen to all the wonderful inspiration and let it be an invitation for you to come out and be who you really are because we know you're awesome. Until next time, bye for now. We hope you enjoyed the show. We look forward to bringing you more shows. Please go to selfdiscoverymedia.com slash shows and you will see the incredible lineup of genres and shows that we have for you. We are here to make a difference in your life. Thank you for listening.